new now, right? Yeah. All right. What's up, everyone? Thank y'all for listening to a, another episode of the Texas Barbecue Show. I got my buddy Grant Ship. He is my uh, he's he's a longtime friend and my Cisco rep. So I have him uh, sitting next to us, as well as Nate with E3 Meat Co. He's on the line as well. Nate, tell everybody hi. What's going on, everybody? Excited to be here. Awesome. So yeah, we're uh, we're highlighting E3 Meat Company out of Kansas, in the southeast corner. Awesome, Nathan. So tell. Tell everybody your name. Tell them your uh, position with E3. My nickname is Meat Man Nate, but real name is Nate Stambaugh. I'm the director of sales and one of the business partners in E3 Meat Company, which is just one part of the E3 family. Which y'all have, what, E3 Meat Co., K9 Naturals, Chop House, and Ranch Foundation? or is that And Ranch and Foundation. So it all starts on the E3 Ranch out there in Kansas, and then we have all these other sister companies that Really kind of the idea is putting gate the plate and utilizing the whole animal uh, throughout our different companies we have. And who started this uh, E3 Ranch? Great question. Adam LaRoche. <laughs> for, for people that don't know Adam, he played Major League Baseball, uh, retired with the White Sox, uh, but played throughout his career for the Braves, the Pittsburgh Pirates. Um, so Major League Baseball was kind of his passion as well as his father played Major League Baseball, so built into the family. Uh, but he also was lucky enough to marry a great girl who had ranching background in her family. Ah, okay. And so when he retired, Adam went from being a baseball player to becoming a cowboy and moved back to the E3 ranch and uh, really started focusing on the meat company and the restaurants and, and what we're doing today on the foundation side. Awesome, man. So what what uh, what sets... E3 apart from some other cattle companies out there or really what, what, what do y'all stand behind? Give me, yeah, give me that. Sure. I think, I think the biggest thing that sets us apart, we're raising our cattle without antibiotics and hormones. So for everybody involved in E3, it's important that we're raising our cattle the right way. But I think the major difference is we're really trying to connect the supply line. So not only do we own cattle, uh, but we also own restaurants on the other side. So we're truly taking this pasture-to-plate stance on everything we do, utilizing the whole animal. But more importantly than that, and I would say the biggest focus when we wake up every day, is the E3 Ranch Foundation, which is taking proceeds from all of the companies underneath the E3 family and giving back to active and retired military. Um, So we're bringing them out to the ranch. We're serving on them, cooking, doing a lot of smoking, actually. You know, we, we uh, smoke up briskets, rib plates, short ribs, kind of cook for them when they come back from a day of hunting. It's our way of serving on those that have served us uh, for all these years. Uh, so the E3 Ranch Foundation, I would say, is probably the biggest thing that sets us apart from the industry. Awesome. Now, do you take them hunting on y'all's ranch or do y'all have a separate property that y'all do hunts on? Yeah, they actually hunt there right on the ranch. Uh, for those that know Adam and follow him, he's part of a group called Buck Commander. So hunting is a big part of our, our family culture and our company culture. Uh, so we'll have active and retired military come out, and they'll actually spend a couple days hunting with Adam 
right there on the ranch. Nice. Now, Buck, Buck Commander, I've, I've heard of that. It's been several years since I've heard that name. What exactly was Buck? Was that on a TV show? Is that right? Yeah, it was actually kind of a spinoff of Duck Dynasty. Okay. You know, so Willie Robertson is part of that crew, as well as some other big names like uh, Jason Aldean and Luke Bryan. But it's it's a time for guys to get together, guys and gals, to get together and hunt and really just fellowship together, not only at the E3 Ranch out there in Kansas, but all over the U.S. and uh, different different spots. So, yeah, there's a television show associated with it, uh, but really it's a lifestyle. Right. Nice, nice. And when did y'all start the E3 uh, Ranch Foundation? So the foundation has been kind of around for uh, six to seven years. So it's not a, the foundation side isn't a new part of what we do. Um, but what is a focus of ours is continuing growing all these other brands so that we can reach out and support more people and, and really make an impact on the world around us. Um, coming up on Super Bowl right now, one of the other sides of our give back to the foundation is working to rescue people out of human trafficking. And that was a big passion for Adam uh, right before he had retired from Major League Baseball. He had gone over to Thailand and seen the amount of, of issues over there with human trafficking, especially around children, and then came back and realized it happened stateside. You right. know, it's happening 30 minutes away from all of us. And, and so uh, a big focus of ours right now is to grow the story behind the E3 Ranch Foundation so that then we can, in return, get the uh, involvement out there and really make an impact. Awesome. Sounds like Adam's doing uh, some good things. So who, who's all behind this foundation other than Adam? Who, who else should we uh, you know, thank for getting this going? Well, you know, Yourself I mean, we have, as well? I was going to say, we have a lot of people that, that support us from the restaurants that are buying our product to the individuals that are going on the website you know, purchasing steaks as a company culture, all of us are, are behind it. You know, we all wake up every morning wanting to make an impact on people around us. And so it is something if, if you're part of the E3 family, uh, that is a priority to make sure we're getting the story out there about the foundation. Awesome. Awesome. And, uh, with my, uh, platform and this new deal I got going, I'm, I'm, I'm right there and I'll help y'all so you know, spread that word as well too. So if y'all have, anything. we appreciate it. If you got something new coming up this year or later on, we'll do a little recap or we'll jump on live and we'll we'll go from there. We'll talk about it later. That's so, awesome. So Adam, he was he was tired of playing baseball, wanted to get back in the field. Y'all started doing a so y'all went from field to table with the chop houses. Yes, yeah. The first chop house was out in Steamboat Springs, Colorado. And that's actually how I had the pleasure of meeting Adam was I was working for another beef company at the time and, you know, a much larger scale operation. And uh, Adam depends on what the sales looks like on the other side. So we're definitely a niche program under a quarter percent of the industry. Um, so we're really able to go out there and handpick the best quality. Awesome. And on a uh, food service wholesale side, how is are y'all on a limited amount of accounts y'all can handle as far as like for the brisket side because obviously there's only two briskets on a on a carcass, um, and restaurants are, I'm sure are trying to get as many as possible. What what is the situation for briskets with E3 in this time? You know. Yeah, briskets are you know briskets king right and barbecue it mm -hmm. always will be, 
Um, so brisket availability can be tight, you know, depending on the time of year and, and what the demands look like. We have a few key customers shout out to the stellar hog in St. Louis. Cause those guys, those guys rock. Uh, but we have a few key customers who are getting briskets consistently every week, kind of our, uh, we try to get creative with it at E3, knowing that we have less cattle in our pool. Right. Now, with that said, we're growing. 2020, we expect to double the amount of cattle we're doing. We have the cattle in the pipeline. But we're really focusing on working on some of the other cuts, like rib plate short ribs. Uh, we're getting creative with shanks, you know, whole shanks, smoking those. Nice. As well as items like the beef belly. That was That was my next one I was going to say. I love beef belly. No one ever uses it. Oh, it's the most underrated cut on the entire animal, in my opinion, when you look at price point and quality. I love it. It's a great cut. I do, I do a beef belly burn-ins. Cube, cube it up, smoke it, toss it in some barbecue. So essentially brisket burn-ins, you're just cubing it up you know, from the get-go, just like pork belly burn-ins. It's tasty. I thought that was my secret. Uh-oh. Man. You got you got me on that one. I love. <laughs> Did you come down to Texas and I didn't know it? <laughs> they make they make the most consistent burnt ends that you can get off the animal in my mind. I, I'm I'm in agreement with you 100 percent there. And I think you're the perfect person for me to speak to in regards to possibly getting some meat for uh, my catering service, right? Are you, oh, are abs- you the guy? <laughs> absolutely, I'm the guy He's that handles that, that side. That yeah, I, yeah. We need to I do mean, some but cooking. But between us and Cisco down there, we got you covered. Absolutely. Absolutely. Now, I wanted to ask a quick question just from the kind of the supplier end. I know you guys are a really small niche operation. It sounds awesome. And, uh, you know, you know, Cisco's vision is to, you know, to distribute the finest quality uh, of anything, um, you know, to its to its customers and to the industry. Um, is there anything I know right now your 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 operation is really small, but. Are you guys planning on maybe taking up a little bit of production or you want to stay that that small, small handcrafted, kind of, yeah. you know, uh, brand that, that you are now? Yeah, I, I think we want to walk a very fine line. We never want to lose our belief system on how we're raising cattle. So with that said, we always want to be a niche player. And when I say a niche player, I mean less than 5% of the industry. Now, last week we harvested 600,000 head of cattle. In the United States, so when I say less than, I know that number is crazy. Right? <laughs> yep, compared to the, yeah, yeah, that, that's a big number. Even you know when you talk about total beef production in the United States, uh, that's a yeah, that's a large number. Yeah, so so if I could say, you know, we want to grow this brand and this program to a point where we're doing 500 head a week, and we've got the ability through our pipeline of cattle and the E3 certified ranches to do that. I think that leaves enough product out there to hit a core group of restaurants with our brand. You know, we never want to be the next uh, Creekstone Farms or Snake River Farms. We're not looking to be that big. Um, We're looking to stay nimble and small, but obviously bigger than we are today because we can't make the impact on the foundation side we need unless we get bigger and we tell this story to more people and, and that's the beauty of restaurants, right? Because they have consumers coming in every day that could hear the E3 story. Um, it really brings a lot of awareness to what we're trying to do on a much larger scale. Well, in this day and age, yeah. I mean, it's, 
the the impact of not only in the restaurant scene but in in the environment it's uh it's a it's a big deal and uh the younger eaters especially are really starting to grab onto that they're really starting to 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 find their why and and eating with a purpose and uh I tell you we were driving down from Amarillo last weekend and some of those feedlots out there I mean it's it's just it's it's kind of it's a little disheartening to see um but I know you guys are doing a much better job and and you're you're again responsibly you know you know raising those cattle um I think that's an an amazing thing that you guys are doing and it's 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 miles above the standard um but but yeah, I, I would love to see that on a grander scale for sure. Thank you, thank you. Yeah, the transparency of how cattle are raised is extremely important to myself and Adam and his wife Jen and and Rancher Jake and his wife Casey. All of us believe we want to serve something that we're going to feed to our families uh, to America, and we want to be the guys that change that and uh, and really kind of bring more transparency to a otherwise very very shady industry sure, in sure. some in some segments yeah it, it's it's real the, you know the struggle's real and and i really do appreciate what you guys are doing because man we we need a we definitely need to to have a, a sector of you know that that next level um in the in the industry because people need to be aware of it absolutely so what else we got what else we got nate you got any other cool, fun stuff that we haven't talked about that you know that you just want to say or, or spread about the podium, George? <laughs> well, I'll tell you what. We'll be setting some down for you guys to work with, but I, I really do think from a barbecue standpoint, these shanks, you know, for me, I love family-style cooking. I love large format. I love sitting at a table with people and enjoying a meal. You know, I feel like in, in our political climate that we're at today, if we could only all sit down at a table and enjoy a meal together, it doesn't matter what your belief systems are at yeah. that point, you know, everybody can get together. And so, you know, we're going to be focusing on 2020 on, on bigger cuts like that, that maybe you're not seeing everywhere, um, you know, like a smoked shank. So looking forward to getting some down to you guys for you to, to try them out and, and see what you guys think about them. Absolutely. Yeah. Send me, send me whatever under, if you want something to just send me the underappreciated stuff, because, you know, you know, like a big tomahawk rib. Eye, you know? <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> I need a four bone. Uh... You know, just something that nobody really likes. Yeah. Yeah. yeah well, no. we'll send you the, the Koji aged uh, ribeye prime 48 ounce bone in. <laughs> oh, my goodness. Nobody wants that. Yeah. I mean, <laughs> nice and all. I need to frame that one. Nobody dreams about that. Yeah, absolutely. But no, I mean, I think from from our standpoint, we wake up every day excited that new people are learning about the E3 brand. I mean, it's uh, it's been around for quite a few years, but just in the past year or two, we've really started focusing on getting the brand name out there. And, uh, you know, from the canine side, having accounts like Atwoods really behind our, our brand has been huge. And then obviously with the opening of the new restaurant in Nashville and who knows, maybe there's another restaurant or two in the future uh, for us from the E3 family as well. Need, you'll need one down here in Texas. <clears throat> down in the stockyards. There you go. Hey, <laughs> hey, you let me know You let me know the place and we'll come down and make a visit. I'm a big fan of uh, the Knife Steakhouse down there, John Tazar. Oh, yeah, yeah, Knife. Yep. yep. I like what, like what he's doing down there. That's really about the only 
place you got. So, you know, come on down. Need to give uh, <laughs> need to give old uh, Tim Love a run for his money down there. <laughs> yeah. There you go. <laughs> Y'all need to set up shop right next to the White Elephant Saloon. Tell them who's boss. <laughs> that's in the stockyard, so that's where everybody parties at night and wears cowboy boots. It's, it's a perfect spot for y'all. Well, it's a perfect connection to the Chisholm Trail. I mean, that's what made Fort Worth what it was, and on up to, you know, on up to Kansas City, and and then then on up to Chicago. I mean, it, it, it's a it's a it's a beautiful story. Yeah, the history the history of cattle throughout the Midwest. You know, I'm an East Coast boy, born and raised, and for years I tried to always say. Oh, no, the East Coast has great cattle. And you know, the, the truth of the matter is there's a reason why the best cattle are located there in the Midwest. And that's because the ground is plentiful and the eating's good. Absolutely. Absolutely. So let's see. Um, what did I have? So in, in regards to grading, what is – so? Is USDA has a standard of uh, upper two-thirds and prime grading, correct? So the, the USDA standard would be select on the lower tier, then there's choice, and then there's prime. Now, a lot of plants will then grade out choice into the lower third and upper two thirds. I got you. And I don't think I've touched on this with the, any other cattle. I've only done, you know, I did cab interview before, but I don't think we kind of talked on this as more general. When a USDA certified inspector is looking at that carcass, when that grading starts, it it really just starts from the ribeyes, basically, right from the steaks. It doesn't even. It's not like they're looking at that brisket and saying that's choice. It all starts in what parts of that beginning of the carcass that tells you the rest of its prime. Yeah, abs- absolutely. So it only is graded on the ribeye. Okay. You know, and that's that's something that throughout the years I think has been a topic of discussion. Um, knowing that barbecue is science, right? We. We all know that there's everybody has their own formulas and secrets to the best brisket and prime versus choice is a huge topic. I think in a lot of, uh, in a lot of barbecue circles For sure. and, and I've heard that numerous times of, well, why is my prime brisket not as marbled as I expect it to be? And we are grading as an industry off of the ribeye, not off of the brisket. And gotcha. that's, uh, that is an interesting, an interesting topic. Now, I will say this, because our briskets are natural, you know, once again, meaning no hormone and no antibiotics in the animal's life, um, they yield out better. You know, so we have a smaller brisket, you know, typically 14 pounds on the top side, but a lot of times 10 to 12 pounds is where our briskets are sitting. That's but, your average? Yeah, that's nice. our average. I love that average. We, <laughs> oh, yeah, and it's, it's beauty because it's not – I hate to say robots because no no animal or no meat is a robot, right? It's a living animal. So to get it into a certain size sector takes a lot of time and a lot of experience. But, you know, a lot of our barbecue guys love the fact that they're not going to get a 10-pounder in a box with an 18-pounder. Yeah, for sure. And wreak havoc on their uh, smoking schedule. And and with that, so that, that comes to the consistency part, at, at least for me. I want to always have the same size all the way across the board six cases seven cases um and how is y'all is y'all's program and everything that y'all do a consistent basis as well i mean is that something to look at because you know the quality is great too that that's always a good thing but consistency that's that's a big part of the equation as far as for food service yeah it is it's a very yeah it's a very consistent program the way we handle that 
I think is twofold. How we're raising the cattle, you know, the feed process, our animals are uh, on pasture the majority of their life, but they're also given a grain mixture, whole corn plant, sorghum, prairie hay. Um, Rancher Jake, one of the things he doesn't believe in necessarily is spent brewer's grain, right? There's, um, that is an industry standard and it is actually a, a way to sustainably use a byproduct, but he doesn't feel like the nutritional values there right. in a spent brewer's grain. Um, but the other side is making sure those animals are all uniform live weight when they're coming into the processing plant. So we are also on that side, making sure that our animals are very uniform coming into the plant. Okay. Okay. That's good to know. What else we got? Well, Grant, you got anything? See, some some things are quicker than others <laughs> sure sure I mean, you know i mean i i was just made aware of e3 just uh, by brandon and and man it, it just kind of opened up a pandora's box I'm, i want to go in and just know it all um but uh you know to know that you guys are are uh you know giving back to the communities you know to, to communities by by you know giving back to, to veterans and i'm a veteran myself so i, I really appreciate what you do and on that on that uh front thank you, you uh know, thank um, you for your service and and, and everything you've done and sacrificed for us you bet i'd do it again in a heartbeat so um but uh no i mean it sounds like you guys have a fantastic program and i don't know if you guys work with any local distributors out there or um you know what uh what if y'all want to just, again just kind of keep it keep it uh between y'all you know, right at the moment but uh but yeah i mean we uh we always love learning about new products and new new uh new opportunities, you know, and, and, you know, whether it's business, whether it's just going in and having a good, a great meal, um, you know, me as a district, you know, from the distributor side, I, I was a chef for many years. So kind of what drug me into this, onto this side of the business. So, um, I'm just as, you know, food is my life and, and, you know, just to see what you guys got going on is, uh, it's really impressive. And, and I appreciate, I appreciate what you guys are doing to, you know, and hopefully trying to, you know, you're definitely going to leave this industry better than you found it. But uh, <laughs> no, at that, I, I really do appreciate it. Yeah, no, thank you guys. And it's, um, you know, especially right now as we grow and build this brand, any type of opportunity we have to tell the story, uh, we're very thankful of. So I appreciate uh, the time that you guys have both taken today. And Grant, I understand the background of going from chef into sales. I kind of had a similar similar path. I didn't ever think I'd be slinging meat for a living, <laughs> uh, but I love every minute of it. And it really, it gives me the ability to be around food all day long and chefs in the community and, and really just do that and give back at the same time. So I can't ask for anything more. And uh, Jake and Adam have both been great partners and we're excited to get this, this word out about the E3 brand. Absolutely. Well, uh, yeah, you're well on your way, and if I guess if there's anything that uh, that that we can do down here in Texas, you just let you yeah. let us know. Well, it's funny you mention it because Texas came up earlier today oh, on nice. another phone call that that that's that's some that's somewhere where we need to be in 2020 uh, in 2021. So I'd love to continue that conversation as well too. I know there's a couple chefs down there looking for a new story, a new brand. Uh, you know, my background was actually from Creekstone Farms. You know, so I was over there for about six years and uh, familiar with the 
with the Texas market. And I think E3, the brand could really fit, fit well down there. Awesome. I'm looking forward to trying it. Come Nate. on down. <laughs> awesome. And I Nate, appreciate it, guys. Real quick, give everybody uh, that's listening, uh, where's, where can they find y'all? Give us the plug, social media, website, lay it out for everybody. Yeah, fantastic. Website, www.e3ranch.com. That's e3ranch.com. For anybody that didn't know, E3 stands for Error on the First Baseman. Once again, going back to the lineage of baseball and how important that is to us. Uh, but social media, we have quite a few different uh, social media platforms. E3 Canine Naturals is our dog treat line. Uh, we also have E3 Meat Co. That's E3 M-E-A-T-C-O, which is the meat company side. Uh, we have two chop house uh, Instagrams, as well as if you want the behind the scenes on the cattle side, you can go to E3 Ranch KS, so E3 Ranch Kansas. Okay, awesome. on uh, Instagram. Awesome, and I'll I'll put the links to uh to a, what Nate said in the description below. And well, brother, I appreciate it. Thanks for being on the Texas Barbecue Show, and I look forward to uh, sharing your story more here in a couple weeks. And anything new y'all have coming out, uh, please let me know. Send me an email. And let's jump on and and spread the word. And I'm really excited to grill up and smoke some stuff so hey we appreciate you and all you do and i hope i can come down there and smoke a shank with you soon yeah come on we'll see you soon. all right buddy. brother all right man we'll see you later thanks, thanks. Nate. take bye. care you too all right bye-bye cool well that was nate with e3 ranch out of uh kansas they got some awesome stuff, don't they? Sounds like it sounds like they do. Sounds That's, like they're yeah. Sounds like they're they're gonna take the the Angus Pacific, you know, market by storm. And it's funny, you know, like you said, you you didn't know about them, mm-hmm. and that's the whole point of what I'm doing is sharing this with someone just like yourself that's listening or watching on YouTube, and you're getting something out of it. Now you're you're almost emotionally attached to them. Seriously? You're like, I want to know more. I want to. I mean, that every story has. story because it does make people emotionally invested and want to spend money with you for sure for I sure mean, you know and, and again you know it, 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 do you start it to make money or do you start it to make a difference you know if you and it sounds like these guys are kind of in make the, a difference probably. They're, they're they're making a difference and the money's following well so that's, that's adam a, was a he retired from baseball i don't think he was hurting for money no, so yeah so that's exactly what's going on but uh but yeah i mean when you build a brand like that um you know, you, 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 you focus on doing the right thing first and then everything just kind of falls in line, yep. um, which I think that's the best way to do it. You know, when you focus on the, on just the, 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 the financial side, a lot of that, t- a lot of the times it, it kind of gets lost in, in the mix, but it sounds like these guys are doing it right. And Nate seemed like a real good guy. So. Well, I, yeah, he, he shared some stuff I, and I like the platform because people sometimes tell me things that no one else knows. Sure. sure. <laughs> I don't think he shared anything just yet, but I already can tell that down the line if there's something releasing or whatever, mm-hmm, this mm-hmm. podcast, uh, Texas Barbecue Show is going to be the one to tell it. That's it. That's it. So, <laughs> well. Let's go smoke a shank. <laughs> <laughs> or something else. Or something. Yeah, you know. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, jeez.
Okay, well, <laughs> you're ready to sign off? Yeah, I, I guess so. <laughs> With, after that pity laugh, I think it's time. <laughs> yeah. All right, everybody. Thanks for listening to another Texas Barbecue Show. I'm Brandon. And we had Grant ship with Cisco. Over and out. See y'all later.